Welcome to the So She Is podcast. I am your host, Katie Neary, and this podcast is your one-stop shop for all things manifestation, neuroscience, spiritual evolution, and how to tap into your infinite potential and live a life beyond your wildest dreams. I know that you clicking play today is no accident, and I am so grateful for you being here. With that said, let's get this party started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode two of So She Is. So happy to have you back. Today, we are talking about something I am so passionate about, and it comes from one of my greatest teachers and mentors, Catherine Zankina, aka Manifestation Babe. 10 out of 10, recommend anything she says, does, her programs, her page, love her to death. But I learned the concept of glitter on shit from her, which is all about the subconscious mind. Now, before we dive into that, a lot of people try to heal themselves with their conscious mind or even just try to understand themselves more and rationalize themselves by looking at it consciously, which only makes up about 5% of the brain that we use on any given day. And it leaves 95% of the brain, aka the subconscious mind, being untapped into. So really to make that change or to really get to know yourself, the subconscious mind is the way to go. And how do you get access to that, you might ask? Well, take a look around because your current reality is a mirror to everything internally that is taking place. Are you happy with your work life, your love life? How do you feel about your family? right? This leads me into today's lesson of glitter on shit. (laughs) The glitter, well, first let's start. Let's paint the picture. I want you to see a big stinky pile of poop and then dump a bucket of glitter on there and make it now sparkly poop. And (laughs) the basis is that even no matter how much glitter you dump on this piece of shit, it is at its core a big pile of poop. (laughs) And so the glitter represents the conscious mind, the story, the identity, the justification for the scenario. That's just the way it is, right? And the shit underneath the glitter is the shadow within your subconscious mind, the belief or trauma that at one point threatened your safety and has served the purpose to protect you. But all the example, all the glitter that has kind of made it rationalized has built up a really big piece of poop to create an identity and it's a complete barrier protecting you, but also your biggest block. It's easier to explain with an example. So if you listen to the first episode, if you look at my story, my shit was that I was just running away from the pain and the truth that being sick was and having an eating disorder and the very traumatic things that took place. That's my shit. Now me looking for external, externally to receive validation and self-worth and love and acceptance and appreciation and, and please recognize me. That's the glitter, right? I mean, I, I got the love and I got friends and I got all things, but like deep down, I could only receive as much as my shit would allow. So 
of course, my health never got better because I would never look at my health as the truth. Okay. Some ways it might show up for you is in dating and relationships. Maybe you keep attracting like people with commitment issues or that cheat on you, or you're attracting a partner that's unavailable or you're a workaholic making yourself unavailable. So you don't have to like look at what a relationship, like you don't even have room for a relationship. So it just can't happen because I just am really dedicated to my work. (laughs) That's the glitter. The shit, no matter how much glitter you want to pile on that, like, oh, men suck or whatever. No, (laughs) that's the glitter. But the shit could be that your parents got divorced and you witnessed the pain within a marriage and saw that it failed. Or maybe you had to play the parent role for an emotionally unavailable parent. Therefore, your subconscious mind locked in. It is not safe to be in a relationship because a relationship equals pain and love equals pain. And anything romantically that's supposed to be stable and my parent equals pain. And therefore, that's a no. That's a no-go. Another way this could show up is in weight and body image and maybe you struggle with your weight and size and you really have that like, okay, I'll just start on Monday, like I'll start the diet on Monday or I'm going to try keto and paleo and vegan and I'm going to be everything gluten-free or I'm going to buy all the cute gym clothes and I'm going to buy the gym membership and I'm going to change my behavior Uh, But then you always go back to numbing out with food and watching a movie. Or you have the complete opposite and over-exercise and you obsess over your weight and you obsess over your food and no matter which way you put it, that's the glitter. And the shit could be that you grew up in an environment that was unstable, unpredictable, and the only way you felt safe is to control your food or... To the other side was to to completely disassociate from the unstable and unpredictable environment and food was an outlet to feel safe. Or you grew up with a violated boundary of your body and food and fat serves as a purpose to protect you. And as you start to look at these things, you'll notice like, okay, maybe the same person does keep showing up in my life just in a different body with a different name at a different time. Or maybe I do always try to lose weight, but I literally have never been. I've honestly only gained weight when I tried those diets, right? The pattern just keeps repeating because anything you repress or resist addressing will clog up your auric field. And the way the law of attraction works is you can only attract a match to your energetic field, whether you're conscious of it or not, because... But because something is repressed, it will keep showing up. And that brings me to the law of patterns. And that's a universal law like like gravity, like the law of attraction, just a little bit less common or less known. And that law states that like the lesson will appear over and over and over again until it's learned. And when these lessons reappear... We can take the scenario consciously and make it our identity, right? Because we got to rationalize it like, oh, I just have really bad commitment issues or yeah, my metabolism sucks and my whole family's metabolism sucks. But in reality, these things are only showing up to be released, right? 
And the goal is not to make all bad emotions go away. I don't even want to label emotions good or bad. There's just emotionally charged emotions. And the goal is to neutralize that charge, to dust the glitter off and sit with the shit, allow it to decompose back into the earth if it's no longer serving you. And that might seem very hard or scary, but awareness of the pattern is the biggest key because being aware of the place that you're operating from is just huge because once you know something, you can't unknow it. The pattern might still repeat, but at least we're not going to make an excuse for it. We're like, oh man, there's my daddy issues coming out again. But like knowing it's real daddy issues, not saying like, oh, I just like can't commit (laughs) because you guys, your natural state is high vibrational. That is so important to keep in mind. We didn't come here to this earth with these issues. And I say issues in quotes because they're not even issues. It's just patterns. And the only thing lowering our vibration is our emotional state. And whatever we keep deep inside. And typically those correlate hand in hand. Think of a baby. They are pure high high vibrational beings. Just the other day, I saw this onesie in Target. And it said, the world is your oyster. And actually, (laughs) it stopped me in my tracks. And it made me think, like, wait, why is it that when we age suddenly the world isn't our oyster anymore and when when these when even when tough times happen or the the divorce happens or someone dies like well that's just the way the world works yet you could have a newborn wearing that the world is the oyster that's just a complete and utter bullshit to me and i will not i am I am going to buy a shirt today that says the world is your fucking oyster. And if you would like one, let me know and I will get them made and we can all wear them around because it shouldn't just be babies who cannot open their mouth who get to have the world as their oyster. The world is all of our fucking oysters. <laughs> and I I am just smiling over here because I feel that so deeply and it's so silly and so contrary that just the purest soul, like just because things happen doesn't take away from the pure essence that we were as a baby, right? So how do we get back to this pure baby state that we all want to have the world be our oyster in? Neutralizing. Neutralizing all of these heavily charged emotions. Being aware, looking at them, taking the emotional charge out of them because we're not looking at things like good or bad. We're just looking at it like energy, like, wow, this has a lot. And understanding that they might not be from the highest good and they might be coming from a limiting belief, like it's not safe to be in love. And so how do we transmute these highly charged emotions? I have found that asking questions like, the following have really, really helped me look at it objectively because the goal is to look at emotions objectively. So let's take, let's take 
not being in love since I just mentioned that, but how is this serving me? Do I still need this protection? What are the cons of me releasing this belief and pattern? What are the pros of releasing this belief or pattern? What is the truth in this belief or pattern? And at the end of the day, whether you release it or you don't, or if you look at it or you don't, it is within you. And that's important to be aware of because everything is already here. Your reality is already projecting the current state you're in. And even those icky things you refuse to look at is within you. And it might be scary to look at and face and address, but it might be even scarier to stay the same. And on that note, that is all I have for today. I love you so much. I would love if you took a screenshot and shared this podcast on Instagram. If you had any takeaways, I'd love if you wrote them out. And as always, I love you so much. I believe in you. I am here for you. My DMs are always open and I will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please send it to a friend. Tag us on Instagram at, at so she is underscore podcast and leave a five-star review so we can help build, grow, and expand this podcast to anyone whom it needs to reach. Thanks so much and we'll see you in the next episode.